Good afternoon. I'm Daniel Guest, and welcome to the Imagine Golf Podcast, brought to you by Imagine Golf and PXG. You can go to our site, imaginegolf.com, and see all of our offerings, including our free drills, our practice plans, our golf ebooks and videos that are pretty popular, or to book a lesson with me at our state-of-the-art studio right outside of Philadelphia, or virtually anywhere in the world through our partner, golfliveapp.com. And you can sign up for our free tips and videos that go out every week, once a week, by simply dropping us your email. Um, look, great, great topic today, in my opinion, anyway, for the podcast. Uh, it's simply my time spent with, uh, with Hank Haney, um, the famous, the infamous Hank Haney. And if you know golf, you, you've, heard ha- you've heard Hank Haney's name. If nothing less, you know him as Tiger's coach of over six-plus years, and arguably the best six years that Tiger had ever had in his career was underneath the tutelage of Hank Haney. So, um, but he's way more than that, man. He's got um, he's got a lustrous career unto unto itself, man. So, um, what I thought what uh, we do today is look. I uh, I I met with him uh, really for two reasons. One, I'm going to be working on my own game this winter, so I wanted a, an assessment and a plan, if you would, from one of the industry's best, if not the industry's best. Um, and I wanted to see exactly how he does what he does, right? I, I wanted to see from an instruction uh, standpoint how he does what he does so that I can emulate some of that. I've always considered him as kind of a, a mentor, if you would, um, even though uh, he's never really taught me per se, right? So um, uh, personally, I should say. I've known Hank for 10 plus years now. Our, our paths crossed at different industry events. Um, we have some similar or some um, like friends, if you would. So, um, so I reached out to him. I'm like, hey, Hank. Uh, and, and basically, here, here's the premise. I'm going to tell you how the lesson went. I'm going to tell you what I learned. Um, and then uh, I'm going to wrap it all up, if you would, right? So um, I reached out to him and I said, look, hey, uh, I haven't worked on my game in 10 plus years. And um, I actually <laughs> joked with him. I'm like, I was either going to go to golf tech or you. And he started cracking up. But seriously, um, I, I didn't want to I don't want to self-assess my own game, right? I, I think I know what I'm doing wrong and what I'm doing right, what I'm good at and what I'm not good at it. And, um, but I wanted to hear, hear from a, a, a peer, right? And, and, and to put my name in, in peer with Hank Candy, that's, that's, a, that's a stretch, but you get the idea, right? Golf instructor to golf instructor. So, um, so I reached out, booked a slot with him a while ago, and, and fast forward, uh, that appointment was yesterday. So I had an opportunity to, uh, to go to Chicago, right? I flew to Chicago. And um, uh, met him at a facility called um, the Golf Practice. And a little plug for the Golf Practice. Um, incredible spot, man. It's uh, right in, in Highland Park, Illinois, right outside of Chicago. It's uh, 13,000 square feet of indoor golf. Um, I met Chris and Peter, the owners there. And Chris was more than accommodating. And, um, you know, got a chance to sit down with him for a little bit, talk everything golf. They've been there for 13 years which is an eternity in the golf space. They have like, you know, nine or 10 TrackMan bays. Um, they have nine instructors that work out of there. They have an indoor chipping area that you can hit um, out of a real bunker. Um, they have an indoor putting area. They have a well putt facility. I could go on a tour spec um, facility in there. They, I could go on and on about how, how cool the facility is. Um, but Chris was gracious enough to let, let us uh, do the lesson there. So I got there a little early, started warming up. And uh, I'm happy to say that my game, my real swing, if you would, showed up, right? There's nothing worse than, uh, you know, going to, uh, to a lesson and everything that you normally do incorrect or do wrong or, or do consistently, all of a sudden is not showing up, right? <laughs> and, and you're crushing the ball. So 
Um, I, I was happily, I wasn't doing that. And man, I got to tell you, I was nervous, man. Um, so, um, but I'm hitting decent balls, right? They're, they're not great shots, but they're decent shots. They're my regular shots, right? So, um, so in strolls Hank. And, um, you know, we have some small talk. We have some uh, hockey talk. Hank's a big hockey guy. So uh, we, we did just that. And after about 10 minutes, he's like, uh, ask me some questions now about my game, if you would, what I'm trying to accomplish. And, um, you know, I just shared with him. I said, look, you know, golf has relatively always come easy for me, right? I, and I think that stems from my career. I spent 25 plus years. I still play today. Um, ice hockey, if you would. So, and the, the, the sports are closely aligned. So um, I, I, from day one, I, you know, it, it came relatively easy. And, you know, um, I only had two coaches in my entire career. I share with them. He knew the one guy down in Boca Raton. And then I had another guy here when I lived in Florida, I mean, in Boca Raton. Then I had another guy here in, uh, in Trenton. Those are really the only two coaches that I ever took serious instruction from. Um, and by serious, meaning that uh, I went to them on a regular basis. And, uh, and highly respected their, their thoughts and their, their philosophy around golf. And they did well by me, right? So um, a little bit about me in my heyday, I was a, a, a two handicap. Uh, I was in my mid to late 30s, though. And um, actually, I was probably even less than that now I think about it. Um, I joined a club, a country club down there in Florida, and I was playing yeah, three, four, five times a week, man. So um, it, was, it was a lot of fun. Golf is really, really fun when you get good at it. Good at it. So um, I, I, I had the time of my life playing the sport. Um, then I got married, right? Had kids, life gets in the way and you know, the rest, right? So the, um, there was a period there where I, I barely played, right? Probably for like seven, maybe even a decade, barely played. Uh, and I certainly didn't go to the driving range. Right. Uh, and, um, and then fast forward that, you know, I, I get older, right? I've had a series of some I don't want to say super serious injuries, but serious injuries, right? Toward rotator cuffs, a serious injury. Uh, if you got to get knee surgery or any surgery for that matter, it's a serious injury. Um, I'm 58 years old, right? Uh, got a little bit of extra pounds on me, right? And uh, I got some arthritis in my back that the doctor generously, you know, told me, right? <laughs> I'm like, hey, thanks, man. Um, so you know, you add all that up, and and you know, and and not working on your game for 10 plus years on top of all that, that's not a recipe for success, man. So, um, and my handicap has ballooned up to, uh, nine, right? Not nine, maybe even 10, right? So, and there's days where it's even worse than that. So, so I, I, I wanted to change that. So I shared all that with Hank and, you know, he gets it, right? He totally gets it at 68. He gets it. So, um, so we start hitting some balls, right? So I I'm hitting balls. I'm hitting my, uh, my wedge, my 52 degree wedge. It's going about 105, 110 yards. Um, nice little draw to it. Everything's going well. Um, and that's normally what I hit that club. And, um, yeah, he's taking some videos, you know, not saying a whole lot. And, you know, then has me hit a seven iron, same thing, taking a few videos, which, which is kind of ironic. Cause I know for a fact, cause by his own admission and in in this whole entire time, he coached tiger six plus years. He's, he mentions the only video of tiger like three times, right? So, but he's taking videos of me. Um, and, um, you know, and then my seven iron is, is doing what it normally does. It's going about 145 yards. It's going relatively straight, but every once in a while, it's tailing away to the right, a little bit of a fade, um, and it's really never turning over. I'm not drawing the seven iron, and that's exactly what happens to me on the course, right? Um, at the, at the, 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 the best case scenario, my balls go straight. The worst case, they start to fade on me, 
Um, and then every once in a while, I'll throw in that slice if you would. So, um, and as the clubs get bigger, you know, especially as I get to the driver, I rarely turn the driver over anymore and it drives me crazy, right? I'll see my ball mark and it'll be at like 220, 230, whatever, max. And my ball mark uh, will be on the right side, if you would, of where the, uh, excuse me, on the left side of where the ball is. And the ball will be, you know, three feet to the right of that, right? <laughs> so absolutely no rollout whatsoever. So, so anyway, so we do that for, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes. And uh, then Hank, you know, ju- and just a little bit uh, uh, more information on Hank, man. He, he's definitely straight to the point, man, which I like and respect, right? So I said, you know, what do you think? He's like, look, Daniel, um, my true assessment of your golf swing is there's not much of it, unquote, right? <laughs> so I start cracking up, man. And I, I knew what he meant by that, right? The, the golf swing itself, my current swing itself really um, – doesn't have much of a backswing to it. I'm not rotating like I used to. And, and hence, I'm not hitting the ball nearly as far as I used to. And it's, and it's certainly just not, um, not the swing that I, that I like to see when I, when I look at it on video. So um, I said, all right, perfect, man. So what are we going to do about it, right? And so um, that's when the Hank Haney piece started to kick in, if you would. So he comes over and he's like, look, he, and he's very hands-on, man. He comes over and, and he actually shows me the video, if you would, and, and and explains to me what he'd like to see. Right? He talked to me about my waggle, how my the club that I'm, you know, the the, the same waggle that I had for probably forty years, man. Right? Um, but it may not be the same, right? I, I think it's the same. I didn't video myself when I'm fourteen, though. But you know, or I didn't video myself too much when I was playing my best golf. So you know, it feels the same, but it, I may be doing it completely different. But um, it's like, Daniel, that that waggle starts what everything that you do, right? Starts everything you do and, you know, it, it and your practice swing and everything. And, and if it's coming way too low and way too on the inside, you're setting yourself up for failure. And I, and I know that to be true because that's exactly what we say at Imagine Golf, if you would. So um, so we talked about getting that stop doing that waggle and, and get that that club a little bit higher, not not low and slow, but higher and more vertical. And then we talked about the swing. It's like, look, man. You've got to get your hands higher. You've got to turn your back more towards a target. And you've got to get through the golf ball and get, the, get your weight off of that, your rear foot, if you would. Get on those toes. And again, I, there's no magic to that sauce, if you would, or that, that, um, that recipe, right? I, I, I knew all of that, right? But hearing it from him validated it. And then more importantly, how he showed me to go about it would have been, is completely different than what I did, what I would have do, done if he would. So he immediately started um, moving the club for me, right? Getting on the side of me, in the front of me, moving the club. Getting on the left side of me, moving the club, right? Constantly asking me to relax, right? My tension my, was very, very high, if you would, right? I don't think I, I don't hold the club. I don't you know, have a death grip on the club, but there was definitely a real methodical kind of um, tension imparted um, in my golf swing. Right. And, and that probably has accumulated over time to be honest, but, um, he wanted a much more freer swing. And, um, so we started working on that and then he actually walked the club around me, if you would, and and bent me and my, uh, my backswing, if you would, in in a proper position and and having my, my club come down my back, quote unquote. Right. So in, in the follow through, if you would, um, he wanted me to swing more from the inside, of course, right? We, we could all swing more from the inside, right? Um, and, uh, and he wanted, to, wanted me to get my bottom. He said my, my grip was okay, not good, but okay. My top hand was perfect, uh, he said. But my bottom hand, 
based on what he was seeing, he's like, look, you, you got to get that hand a little stronger underneath the club a little bit more. Um, so I started doing that and, uh, and he wanted it even stronger. So we did all that. And, um, man, he had me take about probably, I'm not exaggerating. It, well, he, first of all, he moved me about 25 times in the swing, right? He's actually moving the club like 25 times, right? And then he has me take about another 25, maybe 45 swings in total. I, I know I was starting to get a sweat on, right? That's how much I was swinging, right? And then I, what was funny about it, man, it, it was starting to feel different, right? And then he said, look, man, you, you got to swing faster, right? I was swinging the club at about 70 miles an hour, which is probably my norm with a seven iron. And it's like, look, <laughs> everything in golf today is proximity to the hole. You've got to hit the ball farther, right? Because you got to have shorter irons and shorter shots coming in if you want to score. You want to get back to a two and even scratch. You can't be hitting a five iron into the green, right? So, and, and again, I, he's right. I, he's absolutely right. Unfortunately, I was hitting a lot of five irons into greens, right? So, um, so he's like, look, swing as hard as you can. And I'm like, Hank, if I, if I do that, I swear to you, I, I might even miss the ball, man. <laughs> and he's like, look, I don't even care about that. He's very, very nonchalant, right? And, and makes you feel, you know, at ease if you would. Look, I, I just want you to swing as fast and as hard as you can. And, and I did. And I didn't miss the ball. And uh, my swing speed was up around uh, 85, I think it was. And it's like, okay, so let, let's dial that back a little bit. And uh, just swing hard and fast now, right? And everything we did from that point forward, and we're about 35 minutes into, 45 minutes into the lesson, um, I, swung, I swung hard, man. And I was amazed, man. I was off balance, you know, every other shot, if you would. But I wasn't, I wasn't shanking the ball like I thought I would. I wasn't losing control of the shot like I thought I would. Quite the, quite the contrary. I started hitting the ball way further. I mean like 20 yards further, Right. Uh, and the dispersion was, I don't know, maybe 3%, 4%, better, not worse, better, all right? So think about that. I'm swinging harder and faster. I'm hitting it tw two clubs further, right? And I'm hitting it in a little tighter circles, right? <laughs> I, I was just amazed, man. I looked down at the track, man, and I'm 10 miles per hour faster than what I normally swing. I'm swinging at eight, between 80 and 81, 82 miles per hour every single swing and that continued the entire next for uh, i was there for with him for over two and a half hours plus um and i probably took a hundred plus shots right um and the swing speed was was definitely um increased um and by the way i had a instructor um at the facility um asked if he could watch the whole lesson if you would and I, of course i said sure have at it man so um, he, even he was amazed, man, He's like 10 miles an hour in one session. That's amazing. So, um, so we walked through that and it just had me do it over and over and over again. And uh, with little tips along the, the entire time, lots of encouragement. I, I thought it would actually be the opposite side. Normally when someone is really straightforward, they point out the flaw over and over and over again. Not so with Hank. Very, very, very positive. Hey, did a great job there. Even when I made a mistake, he was like, yeah, you know, I was going to correct that grip there, but I was going to let you go. I let you decide to let you go. That, that was not good, right? Hey, Daniel, you got that, that waggle again. Stop that. You know? But very straight to the point and always in a positive tone, if you would. So, um, you know, just, just a, a, a great experience. So in the end, after two and a half plus hours, my ball speed was up 10 miles per hour. 
My dispersion was about 5% tighter and I was hitting the ball about 20 yards further on every club. So, you know, he looks at me and he goes, hey man, this is, uh, this is what they call a miracle in, uh, in the golf business, <laughs> golf instruction business. And, you know, I, I, I knew what he meant, man, because um, it, it was just a drastic difference. And then we, we looked at some of the videos in the beginning of the session and towards the end of the session. And I got to tell you, man, um, they're not even close. They are not, and I'll put some up on my website and actually they're all over social media right now as well. So, um, but just a, a great experience. So that, that was the, that's the golf lesson. That's the student in me. Um, let me tell you what I got out of it as a golf instructor, right? Hank is straight to the point, positive, And all he cares about is making sure that the student understands that golf is what the ball does, right? That everything that you do with a golf club impacts and has an influence on what the golf ball does. And if you can understand that, then you could be a better golfer, right? So the, I don't want to say that's old school because whatever is old school is new school eventually, right? But it's consistent over any time period in golf's history, right? You've got to understand what the golf ball does. So that, that immediately stood out to me. The other thing was the hands-on piece, right? He helps you feel a certain tendency or tactic or, or feeling that he's trying to impart on you, right? And the only way you can do that correctly is if he shows you firsthand how to do it, right? Um, he rarely demonstrates anything like a golf. He didn't hit a single golf ball in two and a half plus hours, right? Um, he rarely took a golf swing, right? Every once in a while, um, and lots and lots of practice without the golf ball, right? It was funny, man. When my golf lesson was over, the lesson piece was over, I'm like, hey, Hank, you know, everything we do at Imagine is drill-based. Can you recommend a drill that, that I could do, right, to, that would, you know, consistently impart everything we did here? <laughs> and he looks at me and goes, Daniel, what do you think we've been doing for two and a half hours, right? <laughs> and, I, and, I, and, I, and again, I, I kind of knew it, right, before I even said it, right? But um, – and he goes on to say, look, man, I, drills are fine. I have nothing against drills. He says, but the best drill you can do is a perfect swing. And that really resonated with me, right? Because we have that drill. We call it the perfect practice swing drill, right? But we certainly don't emphasize it like he does. He's like, look, if you can't do a perfect practice swing, right, there's no chance you can do a regular swing. And he's right. So, you know, getting back to the basics, if you would, uh, of 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 how golf instruction really um, should be, if you would, without you know, I, look, I'm I'm a big tech fan, I really am, but you you can get lost in the technology, you can get lost in the small things, right, uh, around instruction. Um, Hank Hank doesn't have that, right? He is all about golf is what the ball does, man, and how does he get you, the student, to do just that? So. Um, I think that was the biggest takeaway from me um, is just really staying focused on just that, right? Um, and um, and that was really it, man. At the end, um, we spent more time, uh, you know, hockey talk, if you will. We made another appointment. I'm going to go see him um, at his studio out in Arizona next time. Um, he showed me some videos of his kid. His 10-year-old kid is a phenomenal skater. I mean, it was unbelievable. Um, uh, and the kid's only been playing hockey for like three years, right? Three years, and he's uh he's plays triple A hockey, and he's just you know just you can just tell you know anybody that knows hockey when you watch someone skate, you know if they're good or bad or whatever. So, um, 
So anyway, so that's my time um, spent with Hank Caney. One thing I, I think I mentioned, but I, I didn't talk uh, all the way through it. You know, he's texting um, a few mutual friends of ours, my swing, right? <laughs> and in those texts, you know, the comments coming back were like, hey, man, this this looks like it's going to be harder than Barkley. Hey, man, you know, this 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 guy's an instructor. You know, <laughs> it was, you know, the, the, the golf circles, you know, pull no punches. And uh, so uh, it was kind of funny, man, seeing those firsthand. And he shared those with me. So um, in the end, man, I, I, I want to thank Hank Haney and, and, uh, and, and Haney University for even giving me the opportunity. I certainly want to thank Chris and his team over at the, uh, the golf practice um, because uh, without that, you know, I, I couldn't have done it in, in Chicago anyway. So um, just a great experience. So um, there's my time spent with Hank Haney. Um, that's my time on the podcast today. Thanks for listening. Hit the follow button um, wherever you're listening, wherever you get your podcast. Hit us up on social media. Um, I appreciate you listening. I appreciate all the ones, all the people that follow us. We're up to um, almost 400,000 people that have been following us across the different social media platforms. So that's humbling as well. And uh, just know that I really enjoy working with, with all of you. So uh, um, here's to helping you get the game that you've always imagined. 